Hey everybody, welcome back to Bill Burn Become. Today, my guests are Derek and Sarah Weikart out of Jacksonville, Florida. They are the owners of Four Caliber Fitness. And uh, after looking on your social media, you guys remind me of the typical all-American couple. Uh, I, I love your social media, your Instagram. Uh, it's basically like tuning into the Outdoor Adventure Channel. You guys are shooting, you're running, you're lifting weights, you're riding snowmobiles all over the place. And, uh, you know, I go from frame to frame. It's very enjoyable. But um, I know you guys have like a very serious, legit business. Um, one of the things I like that I read was um, if the SHIT hits the fan, be useful. I love that. Um, so you guys developed this business and you're a married couple. I want to hear all about it. Uh, can you walk us through basically how this started and what you guys do and what you <clears throat> offer, what your services are? Yeah, so why don't yeah I'll, I'll start how, how it started and then you can pick it up. So so I, uh, I'm prior to military. I was search and rescue for six years. And then I picked up CrossFit coaching full-time right when I got out. And I had a lot of friends asking me questions like, uh, like what gun to get, what are the legalities and whatnot. And I, did, I ended up sending them to places that I knew locally that were um, – that would do gun training of some kind. And they would come back to me after the training and they would like, Hey, I am more confused now than when I went. So I was getting kind of frustrated that friends of mine were getting really bad training. It wasn't hands-on enough or whatever. So, um, we got the idea to like to be that ourselves. So I went and got certified so I can certify people for their concealed carry. And then I just, we kind of, we kind of found this little space where the people who start from scratch, um, are kind of left behind because there's lots of avenues where people can get training that's like you wanted to go do uh, night vision, like long range precision, concealed carry tactics, like trauma medicine. Like there's all that's already out there, but there's nothing that really caters to the person who knows literally nothing. So that's where it started. And then I wouldn't be able to do what I do because she runs the administrative side of everything. Right. Okay. Yeah. I could totally relate to what you're saying because, uh, the past couple of years, um, I, I did grow up with, uh, firearms in my family, but they mm -hmm. were my father's. I shot what he had. I never went about the business of actually, um, becoming licensed or anything like that. And even that alone is like, especially in New Jersey, I don't know what, I think it's easier in, in Florida, but in New Jersey, it's a big pain to get, you yeah. know, uh, your licensing and everything. And then, yeah, it's like, well, what gun should I get? And one example is um, I wanted to get a 45, and I had everybody telling me, don't do that. Get a 22 because it's cheaper to shoot, and uh, you can save money. But, you know, it's, that's not what I wanted. You know, so right. I ended up getting a, 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 a 40 caliber, which, you know, which was a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, I totally get that. I was lost and confused for quite a long time. Yeah, it's hard because there's, there's a lot of misconceptions with like the, the medicine side and the firearm side. There's just there's so much that it's just it's just hearsay. And um, so a lot of what we do is like putting those kind of misconceptions to rest. And like, OK, this is what we was told. This is why it was incorrect. This is how you fix that. Right. 
Yeah, cool. So, yeah, now you guys um, do have the well. I'll take the. I'll take it right out of uh, your website. It says you you have train body capable mind become an asset. I think that that nails it perfectly because um, how many times has a person had something happen? They're a witness to something or or whatever, but they don't know what to do. And they stand mm-hmm. there and they feel useless. And after the event occurs, you hear a lot of people say, ah, you know, if I just knew this or I just knew that, like applying a tourniquet, if you just knew a little first aid, you could have made a difference. Um, and I think there's a lot of turmoil that comes from that for people. Um, so what you're offering is, is, is a great thing because uh, you can help people get to that next space where they can – um, become useful. They know that they can protect themselves. They know that they can protect their family. So uh, I know you guys offer um, like concealed carry courses, and you also offer something called a pipeline class. Mm-hmm. What what is a pipeline class? <clears throat> so if I want to go back to the one thing you said with somebody being useful and like if they witness something, we uh, we literally had somebody message us today who's a, a client and a friend. And uh, he was driving down 95, and I guess he saw like a car flip a quarter mile ahead of him. Yeah. And it was uh, two adults and three kids, and he ended up having to put on a tourniquet and pack a wound and drag the people out of the car because like the car caught on fire. That was that was it was really nice to hear that he knew what to do because of the classes and whatnot that he had attended from us. So that was like really rewarding. Yeah. See, I mean, it might yeah. be a, a, a low frequency event. But when it happens, it happens and it's hard and you got to oh, be prepared, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. So it was, it was really nice seeing somebody take it seriously. Who like had taken the training and they didn't just stop there. Like they took the training, they went and bought all the gear we recommend to get and the reasons why. And then they implemented it and they potentially saved five people. Wow. That's amazing. So that was super cool. And now, uh, so the answer to your question, the pipeline is, right. um, so it's, it's, it's a broken down system of <clears throat> um, the pieces of what make you an asset with a firearm and medical, and get, it's given to you in bite-sized pieces. So we'll do um, tactical combat casualty care right. in a class, and we'll focus on nothing but care under fire and managing uh, massive bleeding in airways and how to like rotate through people. Yeah. And then the next class can be some basic vehicle defensive tactics. Like what do you do if somebody's like pounding on your windshield or home defense, like with a flashlight, without a flashlight. So low light, no light, um, barricades, shooting on the move, pistol qualification drills. So we break these things down that could take, you know, if you could do this all like, like for a whole day to get a gun range or in a classroom. But um, people just either don't have the money or the time to do that. So we've broken it down into an hour and a half segment where you give them the principles of what it is. And then you just keep kind of layering that as they go. Nice. That sounds really awesome. And, uh, you know, you're touching upon also the physical aspect, um, Mm -hmm. the reality of the situation. You know, you could go to a range all you want, air conditioned or heat, right? Heated range and shoot and plunk away. But can you, uh, you know, dunk and cover? Can you move? Can you run? And then can you still aim? Can you still shoot properly? Right. So, so you guys are really touching upon the, the cornerstone of almost everything, really, is, is how fit you are. 
And, you know, the more fit you are, the more you can do. And um, we spoke uh, the other, yesterday, actually, uh, on our pre-interview, and I was really impressed with hearing, Derek, that you came in third at the tactical games. And I was thinking this might have been like your 10th time, but this was your first time and you came in third. In the first time, yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a fairly new sport, but it's a, like I'm not going anywhere. It was, it was a lot of fun. And the, uh, the community that the tactical games has created is, is what we've been trying to build and what we've been searching for for a long time. Yeah. And how many people were out there competing? Uh, I want to say out of all the divisions, there were 45. This was this was their biggest event they've had. They've, they've been around for less than a year. Mm-hmm. And um, the next one we're going to be doing is in Atlanta in June. And uh, I'm, I'm betting that that's going to be the, the next biggest one they've had. Yeah, okay. And Sarah, are you going to be competing in the one in, in Atlanta? Or is that uh, further down the line you're going to be competing? No, I will be Derek's personal photographer at the June event. Okay. And then... <laughs> Um, my plan is to compete in the November event, which will be in Florida. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, uh, that's definitely something that I'm looking into doing. Um, so, you know, I got to just think about the logistics of it, you know, with firearms and everything. But uh, hopefully one day I'll see you guys there and, and uh, we'll be able to, you know, shake hands and, and, and actually compete against each other, see what happens. Yeah, man, that'd be fun. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's what it is. You know, it's, um, it's a lot of fun uh, talking about fitness, um, talking about the, um, how it carries over to, you know, real-life stuff, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I, I mentioned on the phone yesterday, Sarah, that I liked that little 30-second uh, video on Instagram where Derek uh-huh. is knocked out cold in the car and you're like, very good acting, by the way. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's very believable. Uh, yeah, but you hustle over there, and you do a little move. And um, I don't know, Derek, I don't know how heavy you are. I'm assuming around 200 pounds, maybe more. I'm 185, yeah. Okay, all right. But still, um, your yeah, Dead weight sucks to move. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But Sarah did, had no problem with yanking you out of the car and saving your life. And uh, I, I love that because I think more women need to, to see stuff like that, that they actually are physically capable of doing a lot more than, mm-hmm. than yeah. you know. So kudos to you for throwing that one out there. Um, so, you know, as far as your, your business, oh, I got a question for you. Four Caliber Fitness, where did that name come from? So it's actually um, – we're actually like currently going through a, a total company restructure, like branding wise. And um, the name was by complete accident. Derek created it for his S Corp. And then somehow we ended up teaching CCW course. And then somehow it got put on shirts. Um, and so we've just kind of been running with that name for the last couple of years. But we always knew that it wasn't going to be like the, the end all be all name. Um, but the, I mean, the four, like, so the, the four is like the four pillars of what you need to be able to be good at, to be an asset. And it's, um, mindset, medical fitness and firearms, or like there's, there's a pyramid in, in like firearms. It's, um, it's mindset, tactics, fitness, skill, and tools, tools being the least important thing, but if what everybody focuses on and, um, the four categories were what we train. 
Nice. I like that. Yeah, and mindset is the the number one. Mindset is always number always. one. Always. Yeah. yeah, right. Mindset, and from there, you could pretty much uh, leverage that with to, against anything, right? As long as you have yeah, the – Yeah, pretty much. If, the, that's, if, you're, if you're lacking in mindset, it's a matter of time before you quit on something and then the others don't matter anyways. Yeah. So now does um, – Obviously, training with your handguns, training with your rifles, all that stuff is going to help you with your mindset. What helps you more in the long run? Is it the physical training, the working out, doing your CrossFit, doing the tactical games, like putting yourself under this rigorous um, physical exercise? Or is it uh, the mindset of concentrating on your target and shooting? Or do they kind of go hand in hand? Um, I think I think they go hand in hand. Um, so it definitely helps to have a goal in mind. Like I think for a lot, like you know, you, you've been a firefighter for sixteen years. Like it's definitely a lifestyle where like you're up at five because you're motivated to get your workout in before you go to work. Um, I would say half of it is lifestyle, and you know, not everything's like sunshine and daisies all the time. It definitely yeah. takes discipline to like keep yourself doing that, even on days where like, nope, I'm sleeping in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so like it's a combination of discipline and then having some kind of reward at the end. Like I've been doing CrossFit for for ten years now, and uh, in 2014 I got about as good as I could get without juicing and like taking like HGH and stuff. And I wasn't willing to do that, and it, it kind of lost its fun for me after that point because I, I just couldn't compete with these guys that I knew were on it and they were just blowing people out of the water. Well, I'm not willing to mess up my body to do that. So never mind. And now the nice thing with stuff like the tactical games, it's, it's giving you a, it's giving you a target to shoot for where it's not just your physicality. Cause there's some people out there that are just born freaks, like 500 pound deadlift yeah. at 19 years old. And they just like, Oh yeah, it was easy. And uh, so, you know, you, there's, it's not just that one modality anymore. It takes some discipline in your fitness and your nutrition and your firearms and it like that uh, conglomerate is what makes it a lot of fun. So having an end goal makes a lot makes a big difference. Uh, that's a very interesting way to look at it. And as far as um, going through the tactical games, obviously it's your first run, right? So you have in your mind you, you whatever you think is going to happen. Then mm-hmm. when you get there, it's what really happens. And then coming out the other side of it, it's like wow, that just happened. And I get the feeling that you guys sort of like crossed over into a new threshold uh, together um, with your fitness and everything. You guys must have really gained some kind of a um, uh, little bit of wisdom from from your uh, tactical games. What happened to you guys and, and how did it uh, come about? So it's funny when we were sending him to the tactical games um, – we were on our way to Texas and I was like, this is really weird. Like, I don't know if you're going to do good, if you're going to suck. Like, And I, I had always known Derek since he was good at CrossFit. So he was always like the number one guy in the gym and always a great CrossFit uh, competitions. So for me, it was kind of cool. Cause I was like, it would be kind of cool if you sucked because then it's going to give you something to focus on for the next five years. <laughs> you're not going to get bored, but also I hope you win, you know, third place second place first place because that's also like great um that's great validation for the fact that like our dry fire training inside of a crossfit gym does pay off in real life so it was cool for me to not really know where he was going to be 
Um, and I know for you, it's like just like a new challenge. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's fun because there's definitely some guys, um, like, like the, for instance, the guy that took first place. I mean, he he deserved first place. He crushed it. And then come to find out, he's a, you know he's like a, a full time SWAT guy with seventeen thousand rounds through one pistol and been doing it for fifteen years. Like, yeah. yeah, he deserves to take first place. Yeah. So it's it's always something to strive for because there's people that do that for a living and it's just a hobby uh, for me in a sense. Besides the business, right? And uh, it's. It's just a lot of fun, and the people are really cool. And it's it, it is a brand new category that didn't previously exist. So now it's like, oh, just look at all these possibilities. Yes, exactly. That's 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 a great way to look at it. You're like um, you're standing amongst like green shoots. You know the um, the like something new is happening, and it's um, yeah. You're you're at the head of that basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. So wherever it goes, it's it's going to be. A journey for you but it's uh, it, all these things uh cr- like crossfit and everything all wind up t- you know turning into really awesome things so I, I i applaud you for getting in there and and tackling it thanks man yeah so you guys um also have uh some apparel and stuff that you sell i saw you have some really cool looking hats and things like that so Yes, um, but because we're going through kind of a total restructure, um, we're kind of like postponing the clothing stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, we definitely will, once we have everything reorganized from like the foundation up, we'll definitely do clothing. Um, I think we can see ourselves doing some cut and sew pieces in the future just because the last couple of years is buying sample pieces to try to figure out clothing that you're like willing to sell to your clients that you also like yourself is kind of a challenge. Right. Um, and we really like expensive quality pieces of clothing. So we're like, maybe we'll just do cut and sew pieces in the future. That's cool. And, um, I get the sensation, Sarah, that, you know, that's more, um, that's more your, end of the deal here you're you're the uh, powerhouse behind um that part of your business right i would say that i'm the one whose brain doesn't shut off <laughs> okay and then derek has to deal with that so yeah i always have like some new idea or whatever but um i kind of just throw them i mean derek's derek has to be teaching the classes like if there's no derek there's no i can't show up and be like okay all the people are here but now there's nobody to teach them yeah um but yeah, I, I do all the, like the social media and like figuring out the branding and what kind of words to use, what kind of imagery and that whole process. So, but yeah. I love, I love that process. Yeah, I, I could see it. You know, you guys are a great team. You love what you, you, you love what you're doing and Derek loves what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's those two uh, s- segments of the business that you're both working <laughs> on. And I also was uh, reading up on your website and Sarah, you, you well, you grew up in Colorado, by, by the way. Where where in Colorado did you come from? Um, a little bit outside of Colorado Springs. Okay. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I love Colorado. I've been out there a couple of times. I thought I was going to move out there, but the fire department hired me, so I stayed. But maybe one day I'll move out there. But I also see that you, uh, you traveled to New York and um, you learned about entrepreneurship and leadership. And mm-hmm. the leadership, what, what did you exactly uh, – learn on that um was it so when it comes to business 
I know there's a way to go around it without learning leadership and without like really learning to care about people with the businesses that Derek and I like, um, they all, they're all business to customer. So we were around people. So I always knew I was going to be around people, but I didn't necessarily grow up being taught like great foundational principles of honestly anything like how to ask the right questions or, um, not being terrified of people who are older than you, who are quote unquote successful, but it's not always the case. Um, or how to learn from people who have exactly what you want. So there's just, there's just all this like mess that we're not really taught in school. Yes. So I wanted to learn that process first before I ran a business that like I had to make all the decisions at the end of the day, or like I had to email, like every time you email someone or comment in, in a, a post, like you got to understand people because your email, you're not there. So like you have to learn words. You have to learn how to say like, you know, be apologetic and say like, Hey, it, you know, it, there was probably a miscommunication on my end. What can I do better next time to make sure that doesn't happen? Like you don't know that stuff if you don't learn it. Yeah. Um, so it's all of that stuff. I learned way too much. That's going to take me the rest of my life to figure out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good problem to have, but it appears to me though, that like you just said, before you got into a business, um, you wanted to learn this stuff. So you already had it in your head. You were going to be owning a business. You were going to be doing something. And what was it this type of business or was it just like anything? (laughs) Did you have other endeavors before that? Yeah. I originally was a part of a travel network marketing company and we're still a part of it. Like we travel with them. I just don't build the business. So that's where I learned all the uh, leadership from and stuff. Um, I I, I never really knew if I had like a specific thing I needed to do. I kind of thought maybe I'd figure it out in my 20s, 30s. Like, no, I'm probably going to find my niche. And I think I've gotten to the point now where I don't know that I'll ever care about the specific niche. I think I care that I'm investing all my energy into something that's adding value to people in today's society. Like, what are the problems right now? And can we solve them? And can we enjoy the process? So... When it comes to like firearms or fitness or things like that, like I didn't know crap about firearms. Um, I wanted to, so I that's part of the reason why I pushed Derek to start it because I selfishly wanted to create this business for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, niche wise, I just I love the process of building a business. I want to build like seven businesses eventually. Okay, yeah. So there's a, there's a creative process behind that, and that is yeah. that it, that's what you're tapping into, right? You want yeah, it you just keeps create. you from getting bored. Yeah. Like you're just never bored. Yeah. And do you also find that when you're in your creative mode, which it sounds like it's like all the time, um, <laughs> it, do you feel better as a person? Do you feel um, happier? Do you feel more uh, connected? Yeah. Yeah. So we, I think we both get pretty bored pretty, pretty easily. So when we've got projects, I'll just call them projects. Like every day, there's just always something, whether you're building an email drip campaign or you're doing a photo shoot for whatever, or you're programming the next course, things like that. If I'm not bored 
and I'm doing something productive, um, for sure happier. Like, I love that some days we come home, we're like, what do you want to do? We're like, let's just like, let's just like have a mimosa and edit photos. <laughs> and it's like, to us, that's fun. Yeah. Um, so I think when you get to that point, that's way better to us than going out clubbing. Like, so uh, much better. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, when you go out clubbing, you you wind up coming home <clears throat> very late, um, yeah. uh, dehydrated, no money in your pocket, and yeah, <laughs> you wake up the next yeah, day and you're like, "What yeah, the hell you're did use, I?" Do? You're useless. Like the, you're just useless the next day. Yeah. So. Well, that's really cool. And then, yeah, you're spending your your time together working on these cool little projects, which. Mm-hmm. Um, takes me my next question is uh, as in a relationship with each other sometimes it can be difficult right to run a business and no. also no. <laughs> not at all We're, you guys are totally different totally got it <laughs> yeah. no big deal yeah but uh do you guys have like um like a ritual or do you have some a signal or something that you guys like hey you know what you, you got to go outside yeah <laughs> yeah what was the what did I say? I was explaining it to a friend a couple weeks ago, and I said, you have to learn, if you're disappointed in business, Derek, mm. you're not necessarily disappointed in personal, Derek. So Derek and I have learned to very much disassociate. Like if we're bickering at a, about a business project, it has nothing to do with our personal life. So I think that we have, we're pretty good about that stuff. So we don't like take things with us and like, well, you yelled at me earlier. It was like, yeah, you didn't, I need you to get stuck. Like go yep. do it. Um, and then beyond that, what else? Um, I mean, just, yeah, just like figuring out how to like separate the two is probably the most important, which, which can be hard to do because like, you know, you're, you know, you're married to the person you're working with and then you're making business decisions that affect you both financially. It's, it's impossible not to get emotional, <laughs> yeah. but, um, I, you know, I think we're, we're very, what's the word, uh, self-aware on like when either like one of us is being like over the top, like, Hey, like we, we need to go comp, like we need to like space it out for a second. We need to like stop what we're doing and then go do our own thing for a bit. And, um, I think just being self-aware is probably the most important thing out of all that. Like, you know, every, like I'm wrong, she's wrong. There's admitting that, you know, you make mistakes and then like, all right, take a step back, correct it, come back when you're cool, like level headed. And then like it can still progress because like what you said with like being fulfilled and putting projects together, like it's there's when you're feeling creative, there's a lot of time and frustration that goes in like, well, does this word work? And like, does this structure work for this? No, everything sucks. And like the next and like the next day you find it. You're like, Oh, that's all I was missing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that little piece is a lot of fun. Yes. I, yeah. So basically, uh, what you're saying is you're working on a problem and then you just kind of detach from it, push it to the side. And then maybe you're working out, maybe you're having your mimosa and doing your photo editing. And then all of a sudden, bing, that light bulb goes yeah. off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely a push and a pull because like with, with her, like I'm, I'm super technical and analytical on certain things with what we teach, like uh, like like the terminology and all that, the skill set and stuff. And then I'll I'll explain something to her, and she's like, "No, you can't say any of that because nobody knows what you're talking about." Ah, like, yes. what do you want me to say then? Because I can't say anything else. Right. And so like she helps me like water things down, and so but it's it's hard because I want to say this. 
because that is in the community that's what's accurate right and so like little things like that like like terminology is probably the biggest one yes yeah that's definitely uh, i have encountered that myself when i try to explain fire department stuff to civilians and i'm thrown out fire department jargon <laughs> and they're like yeah whatever i don't know what you're talking about it's like yep. you want you want to be able to explain something i think they say if you i read this somewhere if you can explain it to a six-year-old you're like a master at it so yeah, spot on right that's that's how you do it and especially nowadays on the internet with instagram everything's got to be bing bang boom fast and you got to get your message across uh, simply as possible so yep. that's great you guys complement each other in that way and um, you're absolutely fearless, it appears to me, to, you know, you guys have decided to do this together. Uh, that would sometimes couples would say, oh, I don't want this to, you know, r- ruin our relationship. You guys are like, no way, but that's not going to happen to us. We're going to we're going to crush. Um, I Sarah, I like the uh, the story behind, you know, um, you wanted to do a business, but you wanted to learn some stuff first and. Uh, just knowing that you wanted something, um, it, it's of it, it's commendable because you're, you're kind of like out there on the edge a little bit, both of you, you know, and and um, that's also a very invigorating feeling too. To it must be when you wake up and you're like, ah, this is the the world is my oyster. Uh, I get to create, I get to do what I want. Seems like you guys are having a lot of fun doing it, right? We def- we definitely have fun doing it because we we definitely get to go to some cool places. On weekdays, Wednesday. Like, hey, you want to go to like Disney tomorrow, or like drive to Charleston on Wednesday? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's do that. That's great. Yeah. <clears throat> so that, stuff like that's fun. Yeah, the adventurous but, uh, lifestyle. Yeah, and we, we definitely love to do that. Like I know you said that the the snowmobile pictures of what no, we were in uh, Montana. Yeah. And uh, man, I cannot wait to go back to Montana. I, Super cool state. Yeah, I was there many, many. Uh, well, it was a long time ago. It's just at, fresh out of high school. I spent three weeks there, and mm-hmm. that was another place I was about to move to. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I ran we'll out of money. W- I went home, and then I got a job or whatever. And, but you know, it all everything works out for a reason. But Montana is a kick-ass state, and um, so pretty. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, the, I mean, you know, in Colorado and everything, you guys have uh, lived a pretty colorful life so far and you're still young so you got so much more you could do and everything so that's really awesome are you guys um do you have anything that you want to uh uh, tell us you know anything coming up that you want to share with your audience or um um i think the biggest thing is that we're just really like we're i almost wanted to hesitate doing this podcast because we're like oh we're going through a restructure but it's actually perfect like we're really excited for where we are right now because we're just a lot of behind the scenes stuff is happening like we have a new company name that we can't release yet and we are creating this entirely new product line that like very much suits and what our clients have been asking for the last couple of years and there's going to be this really fun like level system so you get to kind of like level up to the next thing um we've got some cool stuff in the works for the tactical games Derek was very authentic and we came back and there was multiple people who were like I just bought my pistol and I'm going to the tactical games and I'm 50 years old and I don't care so (laughs) We have a lot of like really cool stuff in the works that's definitely in line with where we wanted to head in the first place. And it's like, a li- I don't know, like when we first started our business, it was kind of 
like dry fire, shooting dry fire in a CrossFit gym is not cool. And it's not easy to market. Like nobody cares unless you're a hot chick with a rifle at a gun (laughs) range in a photo. Yeah, right. And so like we we knew that, but um, we're excited to head in this direction because now there's like those badass elements that are into it. And that's very like our personality. So we're like, yes, I can't wait to do a combination of all of it. So um, honestly, just like, keep a lookout for the stuff that's coming and it'll kind of trickle in the next couple months, but we're really excited for that process. All right. Yeah. That sounds really cool. And you know, the behind the, do the behind the scenes stuff. That is what people want to see. It's more endearing. Mm-hmm. They get to see what's, you know, it, that this is what we like now, you know, and you're you know, a real person. Yes, exactly. That's what we, I definitely want to see that. That would be really cool. So keep doing what you're doing and um, everybody can find you on Instagram at four caliber fitness and i believe you uh, in your bio there there's a link they could click on it takes you to the link tree where you have an email sign up which i just signed up this morning for for your (laughs) newsletter um and i encourage everybody else to jump on that because uh it looks like you guys are going to be throwing around throwing out a lot of good free content and everything Um, yeah that's the plan is there anything else uh, social media wise we need to hear about Facebook or anything? We're on Facebook for Caliber Fitness. Instagram's definitely our favorite. We're yeah. on Instagram way more than Facebook. It's much more easy to engage with your people. Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, so that's yeah, that's it. I, I appreciate you guys calling in and making this a really fun podcast. And and you guys have a standing invite anytime. Uh, you want to you got something new popping up or you know as your your uh, business develops hit me up and come back on and share it with us okay yeah thank you, you. Do, man. thank you for having us all right i'll talk to you soon have a good day cool. Cool. bye bye all right so that was uh Derek and Sarah Weikart from 4 Caliber Fitness uh they uh, like, you know, we just finished up. They are um, building up something big there. And, uh, you know, keep an eye on them, follow them, and, um, you know, enjoy. I just want to finish off the podcast uh, real quick. Uh, I want to thank uh, A Shared Universe for the awesome studio. The video went well. The FaceTime went well. I was a little nervous at first, but it was flawless, perfect. And um, I want to thank my boys over at Critical Mass Gym, where I train at. You guys have... Uh, been packing some muscle on me and I'm enjoying it. I'm losing some fat and getting ready for the summer. So thank you very much. And everybody check out at Bill Burn Become on Instagram. Uh, you know, I'm posting up uh, daily uh, videos and stuff like that. I just posted up today um, a little something that I wanted to share. Um, so, you know, just check it out. And thank you for listening to the podcast. And you can uh, write in at Bill Burn Become at Gmail. Uh, dot com at gmail um just write in if you have any questions any fitness questions nutrition questions uh anything about being a tactical athlete firefighter uh let's hear from ems military nurses uh anybody who hustles for a living a living using their bodies uh, hit it hit me up let's hear what you got to say uh i'll read your stuff on air you know and and share with the world so thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time